Greetings, and welcome to the 80 Level Roundtable Podcast. Invites video game industry leaders to talk about the world of game development. No topic is off limits as long as it relates to video game development. New episodes are in the works, so remember to follow us or subscribe and share with someone you know will also enjoy the podcast. So how about you start by telling me how your 3D journey even began? When did you realize that this was what you wanted to do and how did you study? Okay, so first of all, thanks a lot for having me. It's an honor. And uh, yeah, well, frankly, I've been scrolling through the questions you sent me ahead. And um, I just realized I have, I, I had no idea what I'm doing when, when I just uh, get myself into this <laughs> thing. Uh, the reason is um, back when, then I started and it was more than 10 years ago right now. Uh, to be exact, it was around 2007. Uh, there was no such thing as a video game industry like it is now. Uh, especially in Russia, Moscow, they basically have a couple of studios. It was not huge. It was not as popular as it's now. And um, frankly, I didn't know, didn't know nothing. I got very classical art education in the university, like classical in terms of we have an easels, we have an alls, we were drawing still lives, uh, live model, things like that. And we have like zero computer graphics altogether. And um, this is why I'm, I'm basically I'm considering myself self-educated in terms of computer graphics in education. So how I get there? So I, I know nothing, but at the time when I finished the university, I have a couple of friends going into like games. And again, I did play a little bit. I was playing like, I think it was World of Warcraft, uh, Lineage 2, a little bit. Uh, but I knew nothing. And the first job I had, uh, it was a graphic designer job. And I, it, it, I taught myself Photoshop all, all by my own with a mouse, no vacuum. Landed in the first job. It was miserable. It was one year of uh, poor misery. Uh, I did. I didn't do any 3D. It was like uh, completely like 2D, like uh, promo banners, like um, stickers, uh, all kind of stuff. And when some of my friends who actually get into the games, like, hey, you you should try that. And I then I took a couple of um, courses on Max and Maya. Uh, there was not very good courses, frankly. It was like uh, basically no real life implications. Just there is the menus, there is a buttons, and this is how you can like press these buttons to get like different things. Um, so, and then I landed on my first job in video games, and then I was in video video games since then, and actually. My biggest education in terms of 3D art was actually at my workplace. So I was like, 
it, it changed a couple of companies and I was basically working and learning at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was, it, it was completely different situation. It was like uh, a huge hunger for people who can do like all kind of CG work, like 2D, 3D. So it was not a big deal for me to find a job. So this, how it happened. Mm-hmm. So speaking of employment, you started off as a studio artist and now you're a freelancer, right? No, yeah. I'm still a studio artist. Uh, so uh, I've been a studio artist for most of my career. I was I kind of have probably like two brief periods where I did freelance and it was no longer than two months. So that's pretty much it. Uh, and yeah, I just like the security of being in the studio rather than being on my own. Things could change later, but we'll see. So what are the pros and cons of freelancing versus uh, being an employee of a studio? So I think before 2020, it was like very clear cut. And if you're a freelancer, you have your own schedule. You can choose the project you want. You would be working from your own home or studio, uh, like, you know, like rent studio in a co-working space. And basically you would have your freedom, uh, but less security and less uh, like benefits that office job can offer. And a job, office job basically was like 10 to seven, you know, go commune, commute time, then be in an office, like have a lot of maybe not very interesting meetings and maybe less interesting tasks. And you don't really have to choose or switch between the projects if you would do on freelance. But uh, you would have a security, you will have like health insurance, etc., etc., things like that. But since uh, you know COVID came in, we kind of probably have this line blurred a little bit. We'll see how it will go if it would be more hybrid type of work from big studios, like you can work from home if you choose, or you can work from office if you choose that might kind of change market i guess a little bit and our understanding how those things work but still i mean freelance is i guess for the brave and for people who don't mind to risk or people who probably have some um some side income or like some savings that they can manage to have a gap in employment, stuff like this. I'm not very, I'm, I'm not very risk-taking person, so I prefer to be the, the studio. I'm currently with the studio, although it's a different type of uh, employment. I was working from home since 2019, so mm-hmm. before it became fashionable. And yeah, it's it, but. Moon Studio is unique in this case. At least it was unique before all that happened. All right. And how do you think has the employment process changed over time? Well, compared to when you were entering the industry and how easy or how difficult is it to land a job today? What do you 
think about it and what word of advice do you have for aspiring artists? So I, I feel for people who try to enter these jobs today because it's become really hard as what, from what I can see. But frankly, like it's really hard to put myself in the shoes for someone who oh, are looking for a job right now. I basically was switching from company to company, like never have a real problem of um, new employment. But I have like more than years under my belt. It's uh, I'm in a complete dif completely different situation. And also have a lot of friends in the industry. Uh, I don't know. The problem with general advice, like to give him like, you know, not knowing who is listening and what this person experience and what they are looking for. It's really hard. I, like <laughs> I, I, I would love to avoid like generic advices, like push hard because frankly, at some point, maybe you should, and maybe at some point you should not. Like, I would say, in general, maybe the good advice to look for like-minded people. So the cons of being, let's say, in a college or university is you will have some social connections to the people who will eventually made it, and they would bring you along the way, hopefully, right? And if it's hard for you to get into the college, like right now we have like uh, and leave it at access to the internet, so all kind of discords, uh, art artistic discords, uh, Facebook groups, uh, I don't know, connect to other people on Facebook and other social media, things of that sort probably will help. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Also know people who have huge follow on Instagram and have trouble to find employment which is, you know, always puzzling, yes. but yeah. So now I would like to ask you about the projects that you had previously worked on, like Jurassic World, Ori and the Will of the Wisps and many others. So what was the most challenging one? Which one do you remember the most? Which one taught you the most? Can you discuss them a little bit? Okay, so I wouldn't discuss Jurassic Park by any means, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry to my former teammates. I don't think this project of any significance. To be frank, it was mobile game. I think I would, from all the projects I've been working, I would probably choose to that I proud to mention is obviously Ori and the Will of Wisps and uh, Rainbow. And it's because those projects are made into the history of video games. Like literally everybody who is into video games heard about them or played in those games. And they, those are very different by any means, right? It's one is uh, basically the co-op shooter and <laughs> another one is very, very cute um, platformer. Uh, but yes, although my contribution in either is, I, I wouldn't consider them huge. It's still like very humble. But uh, which of them was, uh, which of my projects I've been working on was uh, the most challenging? Probably I couldn't name one. Frankly, every project 
have um, good sides, every project have downsides. No, I, I, I would have trouble to say there was one that was really tough. Um, I probably would like, I only can say good things about them that, for example, um, miraculous, miraculously, miraculously, I didn't, I didn't spell it well. Anyway, excuse me, it's not my first language. Uh, Rainbow team, when I just started in UB, they, they hired me with, to teach. They hired me to teach me a substance painter and designer. I didn't, I wasn't working in the software at that time. And they said, oh, I, you have a great art skills, come, we're gonna show you everything and you will like, we just need like a good texture artist. And so I did, and I couldn't say it was challenging, but it was kind of, I don't know, um, it's not, challenging is not a good word. It was like interesting. It was like very stimulating, but yeah. And I really grateful for them. I also like they, the first team that I joined and Yobe was, they had like this really, really nice approach of um, take as much time as you want, just make this your work perfect. And I, Till those days, really grateful for those guys because I, if anything, this is the best approach possible in video game industry. Then you're not required to do fast, 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 like character into weeks and like, you know, texture in two days. But then people will tell you, like, take your time, put yourself together and do it perfectly. This is like just amazing approach, I think. But it's very rare, I have to mention, it's very rare. Okay, so overall getting hired in the game industry is doable, but there are certain nuances that well, you... Uh, <laughs> obviously it's doable. It's not like, you know, mission to the Mars, of course. Like, why not? Um, I just think it's probably harder for somebody who entered in a profession in 2021 than for somebody who, like me, but like, obviously there is a hope and... Yeah, no. If you if if you need some inspiration for your listeners, yes, yeah, obviously. Like, uh, don't give give up too early. Don't give up too early. Yes, that's all my general advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Also, uh, what I wanted to talk to you about: you are the winner of the first place in the three D category of the Game Challenge two thousand sixteen. And the winner of the 2014 Montreal International Game Summit Art Contest. And you are now an NVIDIA Studio partner and a ZBrush Live representative. This is just a lot and there was more on your art station. So how did all of this influence your career and what do you consider to be your biggest win as an artist? Um, well, um... It's complicated because, frankly, the first two uh, game challenge and then before it was mixed didn't influence my career at all because I'd been on a work visa back then. And there is not going into much detail, but when you have a work visa here in Canada, it's usually attached to your employer. And frankly, that's making you pretty much unemployable for everybody else. 
and your employer know that and they could uh, really don't care about you like like pay you a decent salary but this is pretty much it so did i like did i have any upgrade or new job because of it no but i was like in a very particular circumstances that probably not many people will find themselves in the future what about other stuff yeah obviously like um uh, actually uh working with pixel objects was really great pleasure and honor and um I also did a couple of beta tests with them and it's always cool to know about new feature before everybody else. And like, actually they are really, really nice people and they care about the software which, and they care about the users. So yeah, it's always like a good to have, the good to have is con contacts and it's great to work with them. NVIDIA, yeah, like I'm super grateful to NVIDIA as well. Um, it was great. I I think it's this basically is over once the tutorial was over and it's on uh, YouTube. But yeah, they were actually very nice people. Also give me enough time because I was always busy with my day job. So it took longer than expected to have this tutorial out and it was like super patient with me. Uh, does it help? Of course, yeah, like uh, to contribute to like big company, big name companies, always, always good. So yes, uh, in general about challenges, if you're somebody who is uh, just studying and want to enter a profession, I think it's great, frankly. Uh, it would give you like visibility promotion if you will get into any place of an honorable mention. Um, but I would say be mindful of your time because those can be really time consuming. And I would say I would not recommend for people who have a full time job to try to attempt this. Okay. And my final question would be, uh, can you talk a little bit about what you are working on right now? What maybe you're planning for the future? What is there to expect from you? Oh, <laughs> hopefully great things. <laughs> but we'll see because um, I usually have a couple of projects in making. I'm not really good in like finishing projects, which is, I, I must admit, but yeah, I have a couple of projects for, on my own for because I'm the type of artist who like to do an art for an art's sake. I know there's a lot of people who like to contribute in uh, any projects or working on their own IP. I'm just liking to like to do sculpture for the sake of sculpting. Uh, I do have a project with my current studio, but I unfortunately can't talk about it because it's all under NDA. And um, uh, you can Google it. I hope one day it will be out and it would make into video game history as well. But unfortunately, can't say anymore. Um, so yeah, I basically keep learning my craft, hoping to get better. And I guess I answered this question.
Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Thanks Thank you, Thanks for having me. Thanks for enjoying another episode of the 80 Level Roundtable podcast. Check out upcoming episodes on the 80 Level website at 80.lv. Join our career site at 80.lv slash RFP. And share our podcast with friends and on your social networks.